0: Hey guys welcome back to the unashamed podcast uh, if you have tuned into our previous podcast we dug a bit into repentance what that looks like in our christian life and just how important that is if you haven't watched that go back
1: go watch it watch it if you don't we'll hunt you down <laughs>
0: Because it will really help make this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to make a bit more sense when it comes to the aspects that we'll be talking about in this episode. Um, we are going to talk about what it looks like to follow Christ in our everyday life. Um, our practices, our mindset, and just things that we can practically do to help us in our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing that we need to recognize is that the Christian life is a fight. It's an active fight that we have to decide that we're going to be in it each day mm-hmm. because after repentance, you you know, our initial ep- repentance um, every single day then is a fight to live the way that Christ calls us to live. It's a fight to, to deny our old selves and to, to step into that new creation um, with our new desires, our new um, mindsets.
1: And it really is a war. Mm-hmm. Um, like Melissa said, in Ephesians six, it talks about it, having a war, us having a war um, against ourselves against the spiritual forces um like satan and his demons and all that stuff um which we would love to get into in a a whole nother episode um but you know you don't go into ephesians 6 also tells us like what we have at our disposal Mm. to go into war with I mean you don't go into a giant war <laughs> with nothing on you, right? I mean
0: unless you're David. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I, he even had a stone <laughs> in a slingshot. But I mean if if you're a fan of the Marvel movies. Oh my. Which I am. Side note, Infinity War is a perfect <laughs> movie. Fight me about it if you don't agree. Anyways, um you know, the Avengers, they all have different things that they go into mm. battle with. Right? Iron Man's not gonna walk in the battle without his suit. That doesn't make any (laughs) sense. Then he's just normal. I mean he's rich, but (laughs) that's Batman's superpower. (laughs) Right? But you're not gonna (laughs) walk he's not gonna make a wall of money, you know. But (laughs) you don't walk in the battle with nothing to defend yourself with. Mm. Which is interesting because almost all of the pieces of armor Well, I mean, armor is defensive, but almost all the things that God talks about that we have at our disposal to fight the fight with, almost all of them are defensive, Mm. which is interesting. Um, And I think uh, this is totally off note, but I think that that's because God has already won the battle. He's our main weapon because he already won. Praise Jesus. (laughs) Amen. hopeless. Um, But anyways, back on track. Um, we need to recognize the things that God has given us to fight mm-hmm. the battle with. Um in in the only offensive offensive, not offensive as in like I'm offending you, but the only offensive piece that he gives us is the sword mm-hmm. and he calls it the sword of the spirit and it is God's word, which is the Bible. Yes. Right? This doesn't look like much of a weapon to me. Um <laughs> I mean I could probably smack somebody hard enough with it. If you've seen those big ESV study Bibles, those <laughs> things are weapons. <laughs> they'll do the job (laughs) right but what he's talking about he's obviously not talking about physically smacking Mm -hmm. people with bibles um he's talking about how the the word in in the word tells us this the word is a double-edged sword Mm. um and it's interesting that that verse when it talks about the the word being a double-edged sword it pierces us not satan Mm -hmm. it pierces us which is very interesting um but what that requires of us is that we need to be in the word. Mm-hmm. Like we need to, we need to know how to use a sword, right? You're not going to go into battle <laughs> with a sword, not knowing how to use it, right? You're going to try to swing it and accidentally let it's gonna go. It's going to be a little too late and <laughs> to try and smack it out. one of your own, ed- one of your own people. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a little late, low late for that. Um, but we need to know, we need to go into battle knowing how to not only wear our armor, but how to use our, our weaponry. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, I love how it shows us in Matthew 4, um, immediately after Jesus was baptized, he goes into the wilderness, um, and which is odd, but <laughs> he goes into the wilderness, and while he's in the wilderness, he's tempted by Satan. Mm. Um, I think Satan tempts him three different times, um, and every single time, right, let's be real, Jesus could have like yeeted Satan right. off the <laughs> cliff and just <laughs> completely demolished him. Uh-huh. I mean, he's Jesus. But what he does is he responds to Satan's temptation with Scripture, mm. which is interesting again. And he quotes one of my favorite verses from the Old Testament, um, that man does not live by bread alone, but on every word of God. Um, and that's a whole other topic about how we sustain ourselves with the Bible. Mm. Um, but he uses the word, it's a great example of how he uses the word as a weapon, and um, and a defense because Satan's trying to tempt him and Jesus is saying, no, but the word says this, God's word says this. Um, and so I don't need to give into your temptations because because God has already sufficiently fulfilled the things you're trying to tempt me with. And I think that's such a good example for mm. us in our lives, because um, the majority of our Christian walk is is a fight. Mm. It's a struggle. Um, it's not something easy. I mean, I I. I I'm taken back to in Genesis when Jacob is wrestling with God. Um, We wrestle with ourselves and we wrestle with the flesh in us. That's trying to get us to go to a a way that's contrary Mm -hmm. to what God wants us to do. Um, And I think it's such a cool example um, for us that first of all, even Jesus got tempted. um, And if anything, he should be the prime example of how we are to respond. And he responds with the word, Um, and we always come back to this, you know, get in the word, study the word, um, and Jesus's other main thing that he did when he was on earth was he prayed. Mm. Um, he literally broke away from people at times for long periods of time to pray with the father. And I mean, it's interesting because Jesus is one with the father, right? The whole Trinity thing, which we will try (laughs) to get into at some point. Um, but he is one with the father yet he Mm. still prayed and, and he saw the importance of prayer, and it's such an example to us, um, how little we pray. Um, if Jesus had to pray that much, how much more should we be? (laughs) (laughs) How much more should we have to pray? And so we need to recognize the importance of prayer and recognize Mm -hmm. the importance of the word. Um, because I mean, how are we supposed to know how to live daily if we don't look at what God's word tells us we should be doing? Um, and so Again, that goes back to our previous episode. If you haven't seen the episode on the importance of, of being in the word and being in prayer, please go watch that because mm. um, that's like one of the biggest foundations for everything else that we're going to say ever.
0: Period. <laughs> yeah, period. <laughs> yeah, I think one of, one of the other aspects that we need to be aware of when it comes to living a Christian life each and every day is... When Zach was talking about the two natures that we have, so we have our new nature and the old nature that are raging with one another, Mm -hmm. going back and forth. Um, When you wake up in the morning, you don't automatically and naturally wake up in the spirit, you know. And when I say that, I mean, you don't naturally wake up with the desires of God on your heart. Um, with wanting to be kind towards others, you know? <laughs> like, I need coffee and I hate everyone. <laughs> this, this again, you know? Like that is not something, back again, it goes to that de- deliberation. It's not something that we fall into. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at how how do we, how do I live each and every day um, following Jesus Christ, it really starts with our, our days have to start with us denying ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and Picking up our cross and following Jesus. And Jesus says that to us in Matthew 16, 24. He says, um, he says to his disciples, which today we are his disciples. So he's talking to us. Um, just as he spoke to his disciples back then. He says, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And so each and every day, this is something that we have to decide to do when you wake up in the morning, because that is really when our entire day is set out is in, in the morning. When you wake up, deciding Jesus through prayer and through word, that is the word. That is really how we decide that we're going to deny ourselves this day and say, Jesus, how, how is it that you call me to live? How is it that you call me to treat the people around me? How is it that you call me to respond to temptation? And just like Zach said, there's no way that we really can know what it is that God calls us to do and know how it is to live um, after Christ and like Christ when we don't know what the Word says about it. And once we do know what the Word says about it, um, we're able to pray for God to help us to be able Mm -hmm. to do that. And that's really where the dependency on the Holy Spirit comes in. That is, That looks like praying, God, I can't do this by myself. And I think it's so important for us to recognize when it comes to the word of God, yes, it's difficult to live a life that is pleasing to Jesus. Yes, our flesh rages war with us um, each and every day. And the world around us is tempting us in all sorts of different ways. And that is really why it's so important for us to first be able to recognize that it's, amazing if you can recognize that and turn that into prayer and say lord i can't do this without Mm -hmm. your help i can't follow you if you don't help me and i think that's where the dependency of the spirit comes in it it's in denying yourself recognizing that you need god and you need his strength asking for his holy spirit to fill you and and to help you to do the things that god's word says and then once you've actually known what the word of god says it is deciding that you're going to follow that and be obedient to that. Um, trusting that he will help you to do that as well.
1: Yeah, just a side note. I thought about this um, while Melissa was speaking. Um, you're not gonna, like, think logically with me here. You're not going to wake up on a day that you want to run a marathon or do a Ironman challenge or whatever and not eat, mm. right? You're not gonna m- deny yourself sustenance that you know is essential for what you're about to go Mm. into. And in the same way, we shouldn't expect to get up in the morning and not feed ourselves. Like Jesus said, like man lives not on bread alone, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Mm. We can't expect to wake up and be able to fight a fight without feeding ourselves and without giving ourselves spiritual sustenance. Um, And I think so many people neglect that um, because they're too busy Mm. or they have all these things going on or they just don't feel like it. Guys, it's not that hard to wake up 30 minutes before. Like, if you really can't make time for it, just wake up like 30 minutes earlier than you usually do, and just get in the word, and and just read a passage and and pray. It it's, it you don't need to make it super complicated. You don't need just just get mm-hmm. into it. And I think as you get into it, you'll um the spirit will lead you into what he wants you to study and what he wants you to do, and mm-hmm. and maybe do some more things in the morning. But just Do something, right? Don't deny yourself spiritual sustenance and then expect yourself to go into a war and be able Mm. to fight it adequately. That's just not gonna work. Um, So I I just wanted to put that out there because I think that's super important. Mm. So everything we've kind of talked about so far is really just about like how to subtract Mm. things from your life um, in in terms of denying yourself, in terms of resisting temptation to go back to the old self. Um, But I think it's important to recognize that um, it's hard if you're just focusing on what you shouldn't be doing. Mm. Um, you need to be focusing on what you should be doing. Um, and I think that when Jesus says, um, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. I think he's also speaking about mentally and and spiritually in the sense of we need to strive for the kingdom and God will work through us Mm. and in us through, through that striving. Um, and I think that, uh, in order for us to really become more like Christ, it's not just a matter of not doing certain things, but it's a mm. matter of striving for certain things. Um, and so I think when we when we come to that and ask ourselves, okay, what does God want me to, to strive for, to focus on um, doing, not, not doing? Um, I think we have to go to Matthew 22, um, when the Pharisees come to Jesus and the one comes up and says, hey, Jesus, what's the greatest <laughs> commandment? Because he's trying to get Jesus to... Um, make one commandment more mm. important than the others. They're trying to trap him. But of course, Jesus drops wisdom. and says, he's Jesus. <laughs> nah, fam, I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, and so in Matthew 22, verse 35, it says, One of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. Mm-hmm. And so what he's saying is these are two things that you need to focus on. And what he's saying is is that the rest of the law, all the other commandments, all the other things you should be doing are wrapped up in these two things. They, these two things include those. Mm. Um, and so really if you break down those two commandments, what he's saying is your fir- your most important thing should be your relationship with God. And your second most important thing should be your relationship with your relationships with others, mm. and when you look at it that simply, it's kind of like, oh, I can do that. <laughs> it's not easy, um, but what I want to point out is that when you wake up in the morning, your questions on your mind should be one: How can I improve my relationship with God today? Mm. And two: How can I improve my relationships with other people today? Um, and I think we. We neglect relationships because we think more in terms of actual doing, actual actions, um, and not our relationships with other people. But if you look at those two verses, or those two commandments, it's clear that God's God's priorities, which should be our priorities, are relationships. They're relationships with Him and their relationships with other people. Um, and we've kind of been talking about this a lot lately. It's been a hot topic um, in our lives, mm. talking about different kinds of relationships and how we can improve our relationships both with God and with others. Um, And so what we're gonna do is we're actually, this next month, um, when this podcast should come out, it should be the very end of July. Um, And this next month in August is going to be relationship month. Yes. (laughs) Um, And that's gonna cover all kinds of relationships. Mm. That's gonna cover your relationship with God, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your parents, Mm. with friends, dating relationships, all kinds of stuff. Um, So the next eight episodes um, are going to be on relationships. Mm. And what we also want to do is we also want to get into the study with you guys. Um, I actually have a book that's all about relationships that we're kind of basing this off of. Mm. Um, And we want to kind of do a 30-day study of relationships, how to improve your relationships, um, practical ways to improve them, um, not just theoretical things, but also like what can I do today to improve um, these relationships, Um, And so hopefully we're going to get it set up that we can kind of go through a daily devotional with you guys um, and get some community uh, interaction Mm -hmm. with you guys um, that we can all just do this together. Because I think we all have problems with our relationships, um, whether it be with God or with other people that we we need to deal with. And um, we need to come together and discuss different ways that we can improve those relationships and really do it as a as a community and as God's people. Um, so we, we're really excited for this next month. I mm. hope you're excited. Please don't like skip over them yeah. because you think you know everything about relationships. We all have things to learn from each other about mm. um, what it means to be in real relationships, um, good relationships. And so we're really excited to to share the things that we've um, found with you guys and, and just kind of have a conversation about yeah. it. Um, and so August is relationship month. Get excited. Get excited about it. Um, it's gonna be really good, I hope we thank Um, but yeah, we just want to be in this Mm -hmm. with you guys and and talk to you about it. So if you have any questions, um, about how to live your daily Christian walk, um, again, as always contact us, Mm -hmm. we'd love to talk to you about it. Um, and yeah, look forward to relationship month. We'll put more info out about it soon. Um, and yeah, we will see you next time when we start our relationship study. Bye.